Okay, hello everybody. No, I'm laughing. Hello everybody and welcome to our very first episode of It's Not That Serious. Uh, my name is Nicole. My name's Esty. And we are here working on this little quarantine project where we are doing a podcast. Can we, can we, you try introing? Hi guys, It's Not That Serious, the podcast. <laughs> hey guys, this is It's Not That Serious and my name's Esty. And my name's Nicole. We're doing a little quarantine project to hopefully entertain you. We're gonna tell some true stories, mostly about us, some about our friends with consent, and sometimes from you guys. Uh, so let's, let's start with a little intro about who we are and why listening to us might be interesting at all. So me and Esty are uh, friends. Wow. We've been friends and hopefully continue to be friends. It's the number one most compelling thing about us. <laughs> Just to keep everybody super interested. Yeah, we are actually friends. Um, wow. We met at school. We met at university and we lived together for a bit. And now we just do this. So that's not all we do, though. Just for reference. Wait, what else do we do? We have jobs. Oh, yeah, okay. We also have jobs. <laughs> so uh, me and Essie basically used to live downtown, and we used to live in this, like, I, how would I even describe this building, Essie? Like, really gross. <laughs> it's like student <laughs> residence for if your parents hate you. Yeah. And this was the only thing with availability. But it's not just a student residence, which really opens up just all festers of life. Uh -huh. It's like a cooperative, hostel. Yeah, I was... Calling it a student residence is brings shame to the institution that a student residence is. So it was just like a big old hotel full of 19-year-olds. Yeah, just... And you had you had to do community service hours to live there, but you know honestly, I lived there for five years, and you make some good memories. But it is like a TV show that building. Like there's <laughs> characters, there's character development, there's people that come back and forth and leave, and you're just like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. Before me and Essie lived together in the same unit in this building, we actually lived in separate rooms, and we both experienced really weird nights. Each one of these units has like like five or six bedrooms in it and obviously like you know it's students and people have people over so there's always kind of like people around so one of the nights um one of my roommates he had like a couple people over for drinks before or whatever and then they all went out and I went out and it was great I come back that night and you know just like get ready go to bed and then I wake up at five in the morning to literally a guy in my room in his underwear and he's over my desk, literally stealing my camera. And okay, so it's 5 a.m. I'm like kind of drunk. I'm coming out of it. I'm like dreaming. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm just like, is this a real human right now? Like fully in my room? And he's taking, it's not just like a little camera. It was like a DSLR. Like it was like a proper camera. And I was like, hey, I'm in, I'm at school. Like I actually need that. So he walks out of my room and I'm staring at my door. The door closed and I'm like, was that a dream? Like, was that the Lord and Savior himself that came in. Like, who was in my room right now? I'm so confused. And I, like, get some clothes on, whatever. And I go inside in the living room, and this guy, I'm not kidding, is sleeping on our floor on a mattress, so it gets it's someone's friend. And my camera is just sitting beside him on our coffee table. 
this guy, this between me getting up and walking to the kitchen, like five seconds, and this guy's passed out fully asleep. I'm like, okay. So I go into my roommate's room. I know whose friend it is, and I'm like, I wake the guy up, and I'm like, yo, like your friend just tried to steal my camera. So I wake up my roommate. And I'm like, you have to go say something. Like, get him out of here. So my roommate goes in the kitchen. We turn on the light, and the guy's still. He's pretending to be asleep. He's still pretending to be asleep. The lights are fully on. My camera's just sitting there. I'm staring at him. And now I'm like kind of getting like more awake, you know? Oh. So I'm staring at the guy and the guy wakes up and he's like, whoa, whoa, what, what? And he's like acting all confused. Oh my God. And my, my roommate's like, he's like, so man, like, I guess he doesn't want to like accuse him right away. He's just, just, just like, casually. Just casually, like, what are you doing? He's like, so man, like, how's it going? This is literally 5 a.m. Like, how's it going? And he's like, you know, like, I'm just sleeping like it's good like it's good <laughs> and hermit's like yeah he's like do you have everything you need like do you need anything else and the guy's like no man he's like, he's like it's good it's good like i'm good and he's like okay he's like did you um steal my roommate's camera <laughs> and the guy looks at me and i look at him and i'm like that's my camera he's like what he's like oh my god no like i totally thought this was like my camera I'm like, why would that be your camera? I'm like, you just came into my... Now I'm fully awake. I'm like, you just came into my room and fucking stole this shit off my desk. And he's like, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I thought, like, it was mine from before. He's like, I think, I think maybe, maybe I was sleepwalking. I'm like, really? You slept, stole my camera? And the guy's like, he's like, oh, no, I don't know. No. I'm like, okay, so then you awake, stole my camera. And then the guy starts bawling his eyes out crying he's like i think i was drugged i think i need to go to the hospital like i need to go to the hospital blah blah, blah. and we're like okay fine so my roommate ends up taking this guy to the hospital at like five in the morning and obviously there was nothing wrong with him he was fine he was just drunk and being a little clipto and he was banned for well, i personally banned him from my life and that unit forever for so i never saw him again but i fully i got the camera back thank god but yeah, that was really alarming. And then forever after that, I will always lock my door before I go to bed because you never know. The fucked up part is that you lived, like everybody in your unit, you were like chill with, like you guys were friends. So right? if you were locking your doors, like I had to start locking my doors because every single person I lived with was a complete stranger. And not just like, they weren't just strangers. Like I hated these people. So like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I needed to start locking my door. <laughs> perfect segue this happened literally like seven and a half days after nicole told me that story so of course i started locking my door at night but i remember there was this one night where i don't know what possessed me but i was just like you know what it's chill these are nice people ever i didn't lock my door similarly at i don't know i want to say like three, four in the morning, something draws me awake. And that something is the lights in my room being fully on. <laughs> and then, so of course I'm like blinded and I try to open my eyes and there's this girl again in my room, in her underwear, topless, like just a thong. But they're related. And I'm like, pardon? Well, I, you thought they were related? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just the just the thong kleptos yeah. <laughs> striking again twice in a week it's the best time to strike you know <laughs> get them while they're sleeping and delusional and get them in your underwear maybe don't turn the lights on though before you're gonna do that yeah 
you know, at least your guy was smart. But (laughs) the fake crying, I mean, the fake sleeping, that's so anyway, so I actually like in my absolute days, I actually realized that I know this girl and this girl is my crazy fucking stoner roommate's girlfriend. And I've never met her. I've never talked to her, but I recognized her. And I was like, I don't know. What the fuck do we call her? Jessica. And I was like, I was like, Jessica, like, are you okay? Like, what the fuck? And she like looks at me and she's like looking at me, but she's clearly not seeing me. Like her eyes are like, she's not there. Like, I don't know what the fuck kind of ayahuasca she's on but (laughs) Jessica is standing in my room at three in the morning in a thong and she's like coming towards me and I'm like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna tell my roommate that his girlfriend tried to get it on with me in the middle of the night but we're gonna figure it out and so I was like Jessica like are you okay like can I help you like what's up and she's like absolutely like non-responsive incoherent and then She like flips and beelines towards my desk and I'm like, okay. And she like pulls the chair out from my desk and then proceeds to take off her underwear and sits on my chair. And in my half days, I realize that this girl thinks that my chair is the toilet. And you're looking at her and you're like, bitch, I have had (laughs) such a day already. This is really not helping. And you know what? I mean, I'm sure you can relate because when someone like forcefully pulls you out of sleep, I honestly don't think I could remember my own birthday, but all I kept thinking about was how the fuck am I going to get pee out of my chair cushion? (laughs) Especially those chairs. They had enough already going on. Yeah, those weren't our chairs, okay? Like these chairs were provided to us kindly by the building we lived in, but they were like from the 70s and the cushions were like jam-packed full of just gross ass shit but the last thing that chair needed was fucking urine in it so i just like gather myself oh and i'm also i mean just like a little personal side note but i sleep naked so i'm like under the covers And I'm like, I don't know how to tell this girl that that chair is not only the toilet, but she's not even in the bathroom and we're both naked. (laughs) (laughs) The boyfriend walks in. He's like, uh, I'm in. So I'm like, you know what? If this girl is on enough ayahuasca or whatever the fuck that she thinks that she's in the bathroom, she won't notice that I'm naked. So I just get out of bed and I'm like, honey, are you like, are you drunk? I don't know if alcohol makes you hallucinate, but... Like, can I, can I take you to the bathroom, please, before you, like, get it on, on my chair? And then she's, like, completely incoherent, but she, like, looks at me and, like, can see, like, I can see in her eyes that she, like, recognizes something about the situation is not right. So I, like, gently, like, peel her ass off my chair and, like, help her get her (laughs) underwear on. And I'm like, okay, you know what, the bathroom, you were so close it's just the door immediately next to mine, but good try. And so, okay, also on another side note is because my roommates were all pieces of shit, I did not buy toilet paper for the whole apartment, okay? I bought toilet paper for me. It lived in my room. I kept my own stash. 
but the prison style. <laughs> prison style I carried that roll around with me she lasted for days yeah. <laughs> so but so clearly there was no toilet paper in the bathroom and I was like okay you know what we've gotten this far I can you know home stretch I just like gave her I'm like here like you can use my toilet paper like here's the bathroom like it's all good and so she goes she does her thing and in the meantime I'm like examining my chair for like loose particles of pee and thank god there wasn't any on there and then in like my half days like putting my shit back where it was behind me I hear that she like flushes and then goes runs from the toilet to her boyfriend's room and slams the door shut and this bitch stole my toilet paper wow i mean that is like <laughs> okay so after all this happens did you see her the next morning no i never saw her again i mean i knew that she was there because i would hear her and like if we ever do more episodes about this building that we used to live in my roommate her boyfriend just a pot of gold worth of material so our walls we were like right next to each other so like our walls were paper thin like I knew his life better than his mother did and so I knew that she was coming over but I never saw her again I wonder if she even knows that that happened because did you you didn't tell him about it I didn't tell him I was tempted to you know like I'm a nice person and like if that girl was like any percentage sober like she would be so embarrassed to know that so I was like, it's fine. Yeah. I was really pissed off about the toilet paper, though. It's fine, but you owe me a roll, so <laughs> we'll just call it a choice. And... and then and then I started locking my door every single time. You can't, cause it's like you live with pe- like you live with people. Yeah, that was the thing that was the worst because like you see these people in the morning, like all day, at night, whatever. Like these people are around, you get to know their friends, or whatever, and then you get betrayed by. <laughs> I guess in both of our cases, it's. Like the roommates extra, the another person. Yeah, the like plus it's not one. Them. It's the plus ones because they don't give the a plus shit. Ones. But then you're kind of like, who are you bringing in here? I know. Like when you're that age, you have so little control of like your living circumstances. I don't know. The way that place was set up, like I had no choice over who I was living with, mm-hmm. which is fine when it's like one girl, two girls. But this was like co-ed, six people to an apartment. Luck of the draw, you know, totally. with who you got. Somebody would move out in your unit and you're like onset anxiety of like who's coming next. Or people show up and they're like, I'm going to make this my bitch. And you're like, please don't. <laughs> I can't deal with it anymore. Oh, you thought you were going to have a toilet paper situation before? Yeah. You just wait. <laughs> I actually saw that guy on Tinder like a year later or something. And it was the biggest swipe no I have ever swiped. I've you never like super like that shit. I threw my phone left. I was just like, <laughs> fucking absolutely not. Okay, well, thanks for coming, Nicole. Thanks, Essie, thank you for coming. (laughs) And, you know, I would love, I wish we could, like, hug in person right now or something to, like, summarize this, but... Just a virtual high five will do. Okay, thank you, everybody, for listening into our bedroom break-ins. We will be coming at you... I don't want to put too much pressure on us, but ideally, <laughs> <laughs> so commitment. no commitment at all. I'll be coming at you fairly soon. Uh, uh, with 10 to 15 business days. Yeah. <laughs> with another uh, episode. And yeah, this is great. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.